0: welcome back to a special episode of propaganda politics which for this season won't be a special episode because we're gonna do way more explainers hopefully mm-hmm. <laughs> it's the yeah, plan yeah <laughs> if,
1: we, if we say it then we're you know held to it better
0: yes our new bi-weekly schedule which will be <laughs> held to uh, for hey it's okay so it's the fourth week of the 2020 and we're only doing our mm-hmm. sep- second episode but we took a we took like a two we took a little hiatus
1: look yeah there was like there was christmas there was planning getting ready
0: notably christmas was in 2019 kaylee yeah but, i
1: know but we we record in advance this isn't going out yeah, today not to true. reveal the magic
0: but that's true so today's explainer though to get <laughs> moderately on track <laughs> Is about the, just broadly speaking, corruption in South America. Mm -hmm. Specifically, Petrobras, Odebrecht, and Operation Car Wash, not necessarily in that order. Mm -hmm. (laughs) How they interact with each other. President Bolsonaro, past president of Brazil, uh, Lula much loved by Brazilians uh, previous to uh, the scandal. And even since the scandal.
1: <laughs> yes. As listeners will remember if they listen to our coverage of the,
0: the Brazilian election. Yeah. So there's kind of a lot of extent of this. There's a lot of <laughs> fingers going out from the corruption. Uh, and we're covering this because as an explainer, it kind of ties together a number of countries that we've covered. Mm-hmm. It, it it extends across politics throughout South America generally. Mm-hmm. And as Kaylee and I were talking about previous to recording, uh, when we were picking this topic, it's kind of like the Indian election in that it's a huge story that maybe you might not have like seen so much in the media, wherever you are in the world, mm-hmm. where... It impacts, you know, hundreds of millions of people. Uh, And it's not, I mean, obviously it's a massive story. (laughs) It's been huge (laughs) for the last like three years now, Mm -hmm. right? Um, Even more revelations still coming out this past summer, notably uh, with uh, Glenn Greenwald's piece. Mm -hmm. Um, But it's, it's just kind of an important thing to even just generally understand what's going on. And I think that's what kaylee's going to spend the next 45 minutes telling us about
1: well <laughs> i think yeah i'm i'm kind of excited that we're doing it because i yeah i feel like so if you're maybe you're new to the podcast but you've noticed that there's a lot happening in latin america right now um that there are a lot of countries who are going through elections that there's a lot of uh um unrest and protests and and not all of that is because of it, but i would be willing to bet that a lot of it can find Odebrecht in part of it, like the that this corruption, uh, and and what it revealed about, um, the governance and the the people in power in in many countries in South America. So and then I think it's so so it's it's a good explainer if you're you know just jumping in, but I think also if you've been following us for a while we've covered a couple of elections um where this is we've mentioned it or we've been like the car wash candle a little bit about it but it it would take so long that we really can only gloss over Mm -hmm. you know how it is impacting so this is definitely like i think in most recent memory um uh we covered peru in the last the last episode and that's that's an election where um the revelations uh in the last couple of years have really thrown mm-hmm. it's the reason that that election is it was uh so interesting to talk about um and the reason it was happening in a lot of ways uh it was yeah. a big part of the reason that they were uh triggering reforms or trying to trying to trigger reforms to their processes
0: so okay Let's start really quickly with, not even really quickly. Let's give it like five minutes.
1: Mm -hmm. Okay.
0: (laughs) okay. Potentially that is really quickly. Uh, But we've we've talked for the last five minutes about how excited we are to talk about this. So let's spend the next five minutes actually (laughs) talking about it. So let's talk about why it's Operation Car Wash. Mm -hmm. Like how the money laundering in general and the bribes were happening from the state-owned companies and how that money was being paid kind of extra on top of contracts to construction firms and then that money was kind of laundered through small businesses and all the meanwhile everybody getting kickbacks and then also that money being used to support uh political parties to remain in power and Mm -hmm. sorry if i Stole the thunder there. But Kaylee, can you <laughs> expand on that a little bit? Who's involved? What are the companies? And maybe account for all $5 billion in bribes if you could.
1: So, yeah. So I think it's probably close to f- sort of almost close to five year, four or five years now when the sort of like the oh, original yeah. investigation in Brazil started. It was centered around – the reason it's called Operation Car Wash is it's centered around uh, gas station car wash – um store that that the brazilian authorities suspected of uh, money laundering Mm -hmm. um uh, it was a a criminal a a former a a man who had committed similar crimes previously and they were watching him and then they pulled him in and they got the first like sense that like petrobras which is this uh it's like the national um oil and gas organization in brazil that's right right
0: yeah yes (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> so involved involved not only in selling and in, in selling oil and oil products but also in refining it, and yeah. offshore drilling this is a huge huge and, yeah company and
1: it yeah nationalized um, who gets to be on the board of it is decided by the government like it's yeah. they reward they award millions and billions of dollars in contracts to engineering yes. firms uh, every year. Something so, like
0: at the time, a fifth of all investment coming into Brazil was going into Petrobras or its affiliates.
1: Yeah, it was. it's huge. And so they pulled this guy in and they, I think they'd, they'd started to suspect that, that there was something here. Uh, and his, he was given a prison sentence. If he spoke, they could reduce that sentence. He told his lawyers in advance, like to signify how big this is, in advance said to his lawyers, if I speak, the republic will fall. <laughs> Um, so, which is like, it's like, wow. Okay, dude, you've got a lot to live up to. And then he managed to do it.
0: But I, you know, I feel like that has to, that has to hurt him. Right. In the eyes of the judge. Because Uh, it's like, I was definitely, I knew what I was doing. I was planning it. And I even mm -hmm. had this dope line to drop (laughs) once everybody (laughs) figures me out and I'm going to use it
1: i don't know he was like he was already pretty like it was he was done for i don't i think he was just gonna take everybody down with him um yeah and i mean uh, you
0: might as well right
1: yeah i mean i think he he's probably he was looking at a lot of time in prison i don't remember how much but it was enough mm-hmm. any is probably enough but um i'm
0: gonna work that into a conversation this week at some point <laughs> if, if, I speak <laughs> if i speak the republic, the republic will, will fall, fall. Uh but what anyway... about the Republic? Oh, go ahead.
1: <laughs> well, okay I mean it's uh it, it so basically what happened was it was revealed initially it was revealed that um uh Odebrecht, which is a, a big engineering firm, a billion dollar billions and billions of dollars large <laughs> engineering firm, very big, yes. and a bunch of other engineering firms got together and they agreed with in in sort of like a classic corrupt thing that happens in countries that they would they would bid on pro- they would all name the same price for a project they'd bid on and then they'd take turns winning the project mm-hmm. basically that's that's as simple as it can be uh explained um and then in order to do that's that very they kind had, of them
0: to get along at least
1: uh, i mean yeah to price fix it to to, to charge way way overcharge uh at at the time it was believed brazil um uh only brazil um mm-hmm. And then, but in order to do this, you, they uh, Odebrecht, which was the leader of this, basically had it's now known had set up essentially a uh, a division of their company for bribes, mm-hmm. um, and they would they would bribe uh, officials that were uh, nominating people to the board of Petrobras. They'd nominate Petrobras uh, people on the board who award contracts to you know everything that it took to grease the wheels to keep it going and Mm -hmm. the implications of this were that um uh that you know uh da silva is in is in prison now like every um, uh uh president got impeached um uh the president who took over after she got impeached uh well also got kicked da silva's not in
0: prison anymore he's out now but he
1: did he did have to go to prison yes and then he tried which to which is run... crazy
0: for Brazil, right? Yeah, like when it's... he got a, came out of office, he had over an 80% uh approval rating. Like mm-hmm. everybody loved him. And he he finished his two terms in office, right? And yep. then back in in when uh Jair Bolsonaro was elected mm-hmm. in the election that we covered, he was like, "I'm going to run again even though I've already been president twice." And, and he had support yeah, and then the what we're maybe gonna talk about the potentially corrupt Judge Sergio Moro comes <laughs> along and maybe who is being paid off by Bolsonaro the entire time? Who knows to prevent Lula from be, from holding office? Comes out with a snap decision saying no, but go ahead.
1: <laughs> but it it, so it it happens. This is a huge comp. These are huge companies involved. Mm-hmm. Uh, the the. Uh, the leader, the the president, I guess, of Odebrecht goes to jail for, uh, is sentenced to 19 years in, in jail. Yep. And he basically, every one of them that gets, uh, many of them were sent to jail. Every single one of them said, all name names to reduce my sentence. They kept naming yes. names and the the net of implication just expanded expanded. And this mm-hmm. also happened at the same time as uh, Brazil was experiencing an economic downturn. Um, that was like pretty significant for the country, um, and it's like these are big projects. They were taking on projects that would fill like entire like cities worth of people would move to work on the construction of this project. So when mm-hmm. this all fell through, a lot of very, like billion dollar projects that were going to you know infuse money into and provide jobs um, were yeah. shut down and frozen, and and it, it was a big problem. Um,
0: yeah so to give the scale yeah. of like how much money right mm-hmm. there's about five billion dollars in bribes that eventually mm-hmm. went around and went into this slush fund of mm-hmm. uh, political endorsement and also into individuals pockets in the forms of expensive wine Rolexes and cash money strapped onto people flying across international borders yep. and so the this money that was stolen was about was around one to five percent. There's different numbers for different projects. About one to five percent of the value of the projects was then siphoned off into the into these other bribes. Mm-hmm. And so, if there's like a couple of percent equals five billion dollars, <laughs> then if that's one percent of whatever you're doing, you got five hundred billion dollars.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: You know, it's in the hundreds of billions of dollars in projects worth that were awarded, yes. which. That's a ton of money.
1: Yeah, (laughs) and so it's like it was a huge shock. It shook up Brazil. uh, Brazil's uh, everyone in power, like in Brazil, got shuffled. It caused people to go to the streets. Mm -hmm. But I mean, I think depending on how you measure how successful it's been, it's hard. i think that the brazilians would probably say pretty mixed bag there's still a lot of people who got a lot of time who didn't get a lot of time yeah. um and well there are so many names
0: have... to to say right yeah so everybody and, got and,
1: reduce... the other important note is like so this happened uh in like i think 20 it started in maybe 2014 or yeah. so um yeah. It's still ongoing. There's still people who haven't been charged who are probably gonna get charged. There, yeah, you, you know, there's still like you said revelations that came out this summer. So it's like the the amount of uh, momentum that it has to maintain in Brazil to make sure that uh, you know this corruption is is sort of seen out to its conclusion is, is hard to maintain in a country that you you can see yourself becoming apathetic right and be like whatever we just need to get back to normalcy but because it's taking so long
0: i mean glenn greenwald was (laughs) at the time of recording this 10 days ago charged Mm -hmm. with cyber crimes by brazil Yeah. yeah due to his reporting of this and also to put this the money into into a scale the entire gdp of brazil is two trillion dollars so 500 billion dollars is 25 percent of the entire gdp of Mm -hmm. brazil i mean obviously that money was over a series a number of years and the gdp is only one year but like uh, an unimaginably enormous sum of money (laughs)
1: yeah and and so then and like and then we got to and then you zoom out from brazil and mm-hmm. it's not just Brazil. Uh, there no. are projects in Argentina, Colombia, Ecuador, Peru, Venezuela, Cuba. Uh, I think Dominican Republic. Uh, yes. Honduras, I, Guatemala. Yes. All have Mozambique, projects. Mozambique,
0: Angola, not even in South America anymore. Like <laughs> this is global. Like this is probably if you haven't been if you haven't heard about Operation Car Wash or the Odebrecht scandal or any of this. This is like probably the largest political <laughs> uh bribing scandal corruption scandal in the world yeah because like it's insane
1: because you have a multinational company that essentially did this so what i explained what we talked about earlier in brazil where you have you they all agree that they're gonna not they're gonna bid on projects at the same rate and then take turns getting it and you still and that process of bribing officials and making sure that the right officials are on the board to make sure that your project is picked and and everybody goes along with it it's just like they took a cardboard (laughs) a cardboard cutout of it (laughs) and they kept doing it over and over again as you found one you found all of them um pretty is is pretty much what happened um but that that's like so it's taking what we just explained to you in brazil and just multiplying it infinitely to the amount of the amount of money the amount of projects um uh, amount of jobs that have all been impacted as a result and I think it also really so like it's like there are a lot there's a lot of social unrest in in Latin America with the realization of the the corruption in their power structures uh, yeah. certainly playing a part in it um but I think it also really reveals like uh maybe something we won't dive into too much I don't know but um, about uh, like internet, like the role that international banking played played in this because mm-hmm. They were also going through the U.S. They had to pay, I think, uh, a little over a billion dollars in fines to the U.S. for Odebrecht to continue as a company, um, because they'd they'd used uh uh they in New York and Miami, I think they'd used the shells to get money through.
0: Yeah. And so, I mean, scandals like this on a small scale happen all the time. Like in Canada over the last year, this SNC Lavalin, huge mm-hmm. company, huge engineering company that works on these gigantic scale product projects that are funded by governments, caught, you know, greasing the wheels mm-hmm. <laughs> of getting engineering products, projects. Um, but aside from business people taking a bunch of money mm-hmm. and politicians stealing money that they shouldn't have Mm -hmm. there's kind of this political side of this entire thing right Mm -hmm. that not only was this money just used to buy yachts and expensive wine but also Mm -hmm. to fund political operations in order to support certain parties and politicians Mm -hmm. and hurt the chances of election or jail <laughs> mm-hmm. yes uh op- opposition politicians over you know half a decade now
1: yeah i think it's got to do with how a kind of, how you fund you allow elections funding to happen um oh. and 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 how you can t- like it was in odebrecht's clear interest to have certain parties win in in certain instances mm-hmm. um and yeah it's it's it also means that if the these your politicians are accepting this bribe uh bribe money um and selling projects for much higher rates uh they're probably having to take that money away from uh funding of certain like social initiatives that your country might have or funding healthcare, for example or sort of progressive movement so it sort of detracts from the willingness to to do those sorts of activities and and harms mm-hmm. sur- sur- does not harm the the upper middle and rich people who are probably a part of the network it's really only harming the 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 pop the poorer populations the lower income populations so there's no one to really object or push back so uh or or who will be willing to object and push back it 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 kind of creates a cycle i think that that feeds its uh that feeds itself
0: yeah what are you doing (laughs) okay bye (laughs) Okay, Daddy just came in to say goodbye. (laughs) Okay, are we back on Daddy, get out of here? What the heck? (laughs) Okay, so Sergio Moro, who was the who is currently the like super prosecutor in Jair Bolsonaro's Mm -hmm. government, who Mm -hmm. leading up to the election in twenty eighteen was kind of seen as this, like, superstar, prosecutor. Everybody was like, this guy is the superhero that Brazil needs. He (laughs) is going to change the world. He cares a lot. Mm -hmm. And he has no political motivations at all for anything that he's doing, obviously. Always a lie. Yeah, and so it was eventually... (laughs) Okay, so he... And his kind of group of other judges, right, Um, were were kind of like going along with all of the Brazilian people where they were like, yeah, these guys are obviously corrupt. This is horrible. And they were just like <laughs> speeding through mm-hmm. all of their um, judgments that were coming down, right? Mm-hmm. And that's what this whole like Gren- Glenn Greenwald piece like mm-hmm. seven or eight months ago came out saying um. Hey, maybe this guy's not a hundred percent, you know, ideologyless, <laughs> and so <laughs> it, and so it ends up like he he brought down this judgment against Lula, showing that he was corrupt like days before it was the deadline for these things to be able to happen for Lula mm. to not be able to run right against against Bolsonaro in the last election. And so that kind of spurred this this investigation into whether or not the investigators were even following uh, general due process, or if even mm-hmm. the investigators into the bribery scandal were being bribed, which obviously they were, right? Like, of, <laughs> <laughs> of yeah, course. Yeah, yeah. Why would, why would the judges into a bribery scandal not be bribed? especially Uh, when this big yeah yeah or have motivations uh that are politically motivated when they are in when like you're investigating politicians that are known to Mm -hmm. be
1: (laughs) in the scandal
0: of bribing people um and so it's like a this like a habit
1: it's hard to break
0: yeah, like I just want to take thousands of dollars for not doing my job properly. I want I just want to undermine the democratic process. It's just who I am. Uh, um, but and so this whole kind of this whole investigation is now being reinvestigated and reopened some of it, not all of it, because obviously mm-hmm. these bribes actually did happen, but whether or not the bribes of who took them, to what extent they did, was actually done is now bringing pre- being reinvestigated due to the scandals <laughs> involved invo- in the scandal investigation. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that's why Lula has been released from, from, from prison. Mm-hmm. Uh, and this guy is now like kind of like the second in power, right. In Brazil behind only Bolsonaro. Uh, and now he's being investigated, even though he's a very powerful guy. And that's why Glenn Greenwald is now like maybe, or maybe not in prison in Brazil and, charged with cyber crimes and like that's kind of where this the whole thing gets like very like spy movie-esque <laughs> mm-hmm.
1: uh, it's gonna be a great movie someday
0: oh wait it has to already be a movie right
1: uh no you know i don't think they've made the movie about this yet it's still ongoing it's still unfolding
0: yeah but march 16th 2018 brazil's draw jaw-dropping corruption scandal comes to netflix <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> man i should have watched that in my research yeah but yeah i mean it's it's like we were saying like if, if it becomes so insidious like it's very hard like we we've talked about it in other election in other elections where like the, if you don't have a free democratic process that you trust then it's you're you're not going to vote in it and then when you don't vote in it 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 continues to not work and, and then it sort of, sort of becomes self-feeding it's hard to know how to get out of it um, and I think it's sort of a similar struggle with corruption. Like if if the government fails to like some of the governments who have been implicated in this, like in the Dominican Republic, uh, they got the government that's in power right now was implicated in it, but still is still in power and is not doing very much to like try and address it. Mm -hmm. Um, uh, I think they've, they've made like their, the access to all the documents and everything that came out of Odebrecht, uh, the governments, all the governments can request the information from them to try and pursue their own cases. Mm -hmm. Um, and the, and Dominican Republic has done, made three inquiries or something like it's made very few inquiries, um, to try and, and track this down. Um, whereas like a country like Peru, I think they would said had made like well well like forty or so since they've been available, and it's only been available maybe a year. So like that is a country who's trying to pursue it, and we see that they're you know they're having this election. There were protests that led to this election, so maybe it's not they're not in the the greatest position. Peru, I, I necessarily like there. We did talk about how there is some disenchantment, but at least they have a government who's trying to potentially trying to, to meet meet the inact- avoid inadequacy in its response um, because then you you kind of lose credibility like if, if your government is just like no they're just everybody's corrupt so just assume that like, like it's, it's safe to assume that Bolsonaro's, Bolsonaro's second in command is going to be corrupt like it's no one in Brazil I'm sure is very surprised and then that reduces the amount they're ever going to be angry
0: about it either. Oh, but okay, but with Sergio Moro, people were surprised. He was the guy. He was the guy that was like, that was uncovering the whole thing. He was a superhero. They had signs draped from balconies. Sergio yeah. Moro, like God bless Sergio Moro and everything he does for us. And then he turns out to be a rat too. My goodness.
1: Yeah. I think I want. <laughs> if if no lesson comes from this, just let's never assume that anybody has no ideology. Uh, um, or we're, reason for doing something.
0: We're ideologyless, I think. Like. We're neutral.
1: I don't think. Okay. <laughs> Again, are we lying? <laughs> I don't know. um Anyway, I'm just. This is just a brief moment in the podcast for me to try and quell the optimism in Alex a little bit. We're just just crushing him a tiny bit. <laughs> there are no, the... there are no heroes. <laughs> I don't.
0: Yeah, I mean, yeah, quell the optimism, <laughs> but also quell my my nihilism in believing that i have no ideology whatsoever and that nothing matters. <laughs> yeah, do you remember the paradise papers? Uh the
1: Panama papers?
0: Well, they were they're not to be confused with the Panama papers. The Paradise papers oh, okay. are a Carry separate uh, yeah. are a separate scandal. <laughs> yeah, the Panama papers also all about also? like money laundering and offshore accounts and shell companies paradise papers and, and
1: connected to the Odebrecht scandal
0: yeah the paradise paper is connected to this whole thing um, <laughs> because that. they're all implicated in having these offshore accounts and mm-hmm. it's just like they all used every all new scandal use the that same comes bank. out <laughs>
1: yeah
0: <laughs> every new scandal that comes out it's like oh by the way also,
1: mm-hmm.
0: this entire South American <laughs> and beyond corruption ring yeah. that pervades—I mean, all high levels of government. Not to not to say that there are not like corruption going on at high levels of government in you know pretty much every country. Yeah, like,
1: even yeah, here in uh, Canada,
0: it happened. Uh, so <laughs>
1: look, uh, yeah, and and look if uh, if it turns out Odebrecht got here, I wouldn't be surprised because like, it seems like they got everywhere. And it's just, I yeah, it's like, it's a good like lesson I think, and also in like we talk about like India was a really big election, so you should pay attention to it because it's the biggest in the world. Uh, but maybe we didn't necessarily like draw the imp- global implications as well. And I think that this is a good one to be like, this is like the biggest scandal, and it seems like it's only in Latin America, but that's not true for anything anymore. Like it's everywhere. Mm-hmm. If something like this is not. When everything is so connected, like the U.S., China, Netherlands are all countries that have banks involved in this scandal, mm-hmm. um, and, and are involved in it. So, like, it's it's just it's it's not just like the purview of Latin America. It it's certainly like most visible there, but uh, but it's 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 something we should be paying attention to for because it's it's in our backyard too.
0: Wow. I've never been on this Wikipedia page, Kaylee, mm-hmm. but there's oh, a Wikipedia one? page titled "Offshoots of Operation Car Wash."
1: Mm, that makes sense. Have you been I, on this yeah. website?
0: <laughs> uh, on Wikipedia? <laughs> on this web yes. page, I guess I should say. <laughs> uh, not,
1: uh, not this one. No, but I like every site. Like I read, I was reading on a bunch of like the BBC, the Guardian, all the major like news sites that I, I would go to read all had like, well, you started here and then here's a whole web of other things <laughs> to ex- explain that it's connected to. And and sometimes it wouldn't even say um, the Odebrecht scandal in it in anywhere, but you, you like, it was like, no, this is important to it because it explains some other small part that is is it, it Odebrecht affected this outcome in this way anyway so it's yeah. yeah there's like there is one site that you can go to and I'll maybe I'll put it in the newsletter where you can select the country and then it'll go to it on a map and list all the like all the scandal or all the ways the scandal has impacted that country like all the different projects it stopped wow. and uh, the outcomes of it <laughs> um no and way. it's like it's a lot <laughs>
0: That, put that in the in the no, newsletter it's,
1: it'll go in the newsletter for sure
0: if you want to get the newsletter go to com slash podcast and subscribe or send us an email at probably about politics at gmail.com and we'll put you on the newsletter <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah so i just like i just went to it um i know this is a visual element again but um there are <laughs> It has seven projects in the Dominican Republic that have been affected uh, for by the Odebrich uh, scandal or involved in the Odebrich scandal. So, you know, mm-hmm. it's, it's a good way to really conceptualize how big this is, I guess.
0: Yeah. And so, I mean, most notably in Brazil, I think, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, but It's
1: like the epicenter. Yeah.
0: Yeah like lula was involved Mm -hmm. my man lula yeah have we
1: (laughs) i yeah like you're a really big fan and i'm sort of like i don't know he's fine (laughs) i don't i don't know if we're gonna like i don't think we should just in him you know i
0: don't know that we're lula this guy was never meant to be president he was poor grew up with nothing (laughs) lost a finger in a factory when he was working because he wasn't a man of means who was going to be some politician Mm -hmm, mm flush with cash getting his pockets lined by other operatives in the oil and gas industry well guess what he was well guess what sergio you're a liar maybe he wasn't but maybe he was who knows yeah
1: I think, yeah, so it's like, it's just like a lesson to Alex that he could also grow up one day to accept millions of dollars in bribes. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah. Yes. We we even, can
1: all do it. This is, even... this, the lesson of this is not like, wow, what a horrible, <laughs> what a horrible thing. It's a, it's like, if you have a can-do attitude, you can get a bribe too.
0: Even a poor guy like me <laughs> And someday be president and <laughs> get a bribe uh, if only yeah so kaylee there's all there's already been a couple of dramatizations of this scandal notably okay. oh. the mechanism on netflix i feel all like right. we should, i feel like this is an ad right. like this whole thing is yeah. an ad for this but no it's uh i've never seen it but rotten tomatoes says it's got an 80 percent from critics and 73 uh, 73 from the audience so You know, more people liked it than didn't.
1: Well, I mean, I guess if this story, which is full of intrigue and spies Mm -hmm. and uh, scandal and corruption and money, uh, you know, probably drugs somewhere. Cyber crimes. um, Cyber crimes is intriguing to you that we have weaved a good tale. Then I guess I guess go check out this movie. I have not seen it either. So I, I, I don't endorse it. i don't think it's a movie it's a
0: it's a netflix original series
1: oh i love a
0: documentary a docu-series there's two seasons of it the other one just came out 2019
1: if you want us to do a docu-series on uh the odebrecht scandal um pay us lots of money and we'll do it (laughs)
0: No, if you want no, absolutely (laughs) What? No, (laughs) lots of money. No, there's already a docuseries happening. It's called Probably Politics Explains. uh, aka Summer School. AKA we do explainers and this is the first of twenty twenty. Uh we're gonna do seven more. Uh they can Uh, be about any aspect of democracy, or if there is a geopolitical region of the world that you want to explain, such as corruption in South America.
1: And you bribe us
0: yeah that too we'll do it yeah if you ask us politely just by sending a tweet we would 100% <laughs> just do it
1: <laughs> yes uh but yeah no it'll be good
0: so is there are there any like other fun facts <laughs> that we can end on <laughs> Since we don't have we don't have space news for this episode we don't have uh <laughs> we don't have u.n secretary general news so yeah are there at least some fun facts <sighs>
1: Well, um, so I guess the department, there was a, I, I mentioned it earlier. It's not actually called the Department of Bribery, but I have <laughs> lost it in my notes what they actually called it. But uh, the the U.S. De- uh, Deputy Attorney General, uh, Sung Hee Soo, uh, said Odebrecht uh, used a hidden and fully functioning Odebrecht business unit, uh, Department of Bribery, uh, to systemat- systematically, pay millions of dollars to government officials in countries Mm -hmm. and they'd also developed uh they also created a a secret communication uh uh software that they used um this was what kind of came out in uh in the summer um was that like like oh like 1300 uh messages from their system which was like it's called like the communications like Drausis or something like that leaked okay. anyway but it, and so it 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 like revealed that a whole bunch of more people were involved but it also like revealed that they'd like had nicknames for everybody um and they were like bambi <laughs> uh it, it, there was uh, there was a lot like bambi i think there was a barbie one like, they they were just like kind of all pretty goofy like names um and a like like for with Bambi, for example, they can't—they don't know who that is yet. So they're like trying oh. to decode, decode the nicknames, okay. which I think furthers Exciting. this. Like the reason this would be an interesting movie to watch, but but they just have to make the nicknames better because <laughs> I don't know—I I can't <laughs> think of like who's the big, uh, like accepted millions of dollars in bribes, the nefarious Bambi. It's, well, that's uh, the
0: thing. I don't want to be called Big Boss Man or like bribe bribe boy call me bambi yeah that's, that's a good bribe well,
1: boy. at least if it's big boss man it like implies that maybe you are good at good at getting bribed i don't or accepting <laughs> anyway, bribes i don't speaking
0: you... of people who are good at getting bribed we went through this entire thing without talking about the impeachment of Dilma rousseff either the other yes <laughs> president of Brazil who was <laughs> impeached and removed from office uh <laughs> It's
1: just, it's just mostly gotten away with whatever. Oh, also FIFA and the World Cup, FIFA World, the FIFA World Cup, and the Olympics were probably involved. 100 oh, percent. Uh, yeah, like a hundred percent they were involved. <laughs> yeah,
0: because because so. the IOC is a scandal-ridden body, and Sepp Blatter is <laughs> the most corrupt non-government official <laughs> in like yeah. world business.
1: You know what? If you want us to do an episode on FIFA, that'd
0: be uh, interesting. I mean that. Yeah, they're like basically like an extra governmental, like political body at this point, right?
1: Yeah. I mean, yeah. Yeah. To like, it, there's a lot to say about what happens when a country has to host a World Cup or an Olympics um, and like what that does to their economy. Because in theory, the pitch is that it makes it better. But anyway, this is goes off on a <laughs> tangent. But there's a whole thing to say about it. <laughs> uh, yeah. But it costs a lot of money uh it costs so, a lot of
0: money oh, and the ioc takes all the money and you don't get any yes
1: yes and then
0: you just get all these gigantic sports stadiums that you have nothing to do with greece <laughs> and,
1: and brazil and brazil this is brazil's problem too
0: but, all right um, listen we're off the rails <laughs> and that's how you know that the episode's done thank you for listening to probably about politics uh get at us for um any insight or input that you want to have about what you want explained uh and if you're looking confused about something uh maybe check our backlog if you're like hey why do we even vote we have an episode on that you're like wait what is democracy we have an episode on that what is a president versus a prime minister what's the difference we have an episode on that so if you want to learn something uh first check if we've talked about it and then if we haven't tell us to and we will
1: probably if we have we'll also tell you that we have you can ask us too yeah
0: We love you. Thanks for listening to Probably Real Politics. Oh,
1: rate and review.
0: Never mind. Remember to rate and review on whatever thing you're listening on. But if you made it this far, you probably already have.